It's a Thursday. The Galaxy has had at least two reboots today. There is paper everywhere and a small fire in the corner of the studio. Evildoers are running rampant through the orbital. Someone has installed a miniature Death Star in Alvin's office. And on the streets of Hutton, crime has taken hold. In the darkness, a masked stranger approaches the door to the studio. He takes his seat in one shadowy corner as the team huddle together around one microphone. With great broadcasting comes great panic. But through the panic, a voice calmly says, Your mics are live. Good evening, truckers everywhere from a far-flung and fearful Hutton orbital. Crime is rampant. Muggings are everywhere, especially on the shelves of certain truckers who seem to have more than their fair share. And we're quaking in our seats here. Good thing we have a special guest. Yes, this week on the week that commanders of American descent, or CADs, celebrate the 4th of July, the meaning of which has been lost to the sands of time, but they still set fire to things and cheer a lot. A, a hero must rise up, and this week we're delighted to be joined by none other than the legend himself, Spider-Man. Oh, uh, guys, I'm not Spider-Man. Oh, sorry. We weren't supposed to reveal your identity. No, 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 it... Oh, alright, okay. <clears throat> it's John! Definitely not Spider-Man. Shh. I'm not Spider-Man. It's okay, we understand. You haven't got the mask on it, it's okay. We'll, we'll just go with John. Can I have your autograph? Are you sure? I love doing that one with the big plane. <laughs> anyway, it's time we got on with some headlines. Ramtar forgets to carry the one. Big Bust Blues and Hutton wins. Lonely Colonia feels the love as Hutton stops by. All the latest from Atrus 5060 and Tharg the Mighty. We're bringing you the skinny on Hutton's ever-expanding waistline. And I'll be bringing you news of this week's community goals. First tonight, we bring an exclusive insider report on the goings-on at Ramta's secret guardian technology coding system, stationed deep in the Pleiades, which isn't smart as it's full of Thargoids. With Guardian technology, big balls of fire, huge rods that poke skywards in the slightest tickle, and mysterious tattoos all over any flat surface, Ramta has his fill of mysteries to decode. Unfortunately, he hit a snag this week as his latest Guardian-based supertech came a little unstuck when the Guardian-based jump drive extender seemed to have left greedy commanders a little in the lurch. Operating with normal parameters, the booster technology provides a welcome little bit of a push for those ships that are feeling a little lardy around the waistline, and in need of the Guardian equivalent of a shot of isotonic sugar-laden boost juice. 
Unfortunately, when commanders combined this mysterious half-baked quarter understood in totally unknown technology with a little bit of jumponium, available at all good metallic meteorites near you, or by sucking on the nearest neutron star, things all got a little bit wibbly. It turns out that an undergraduate degree in figuring stuff out, a master's in alien shizzle, and a PhD in obscure maths that no one has ever understood, didn't give him the grounding in long division that it should have, and a failure to carry the one left Commander stranded with not enough fuel to get home. Luckily, Ramtar was able to apply his digital abacus to the problem and promptly fudged a fix double quick, and his patent and guardian on Uber Boost is now back on track. We daren't ask whether his sock cannon calculations are going to cause space-time rifts every time they fire, but are just going to carry on closing our eyes every time they fire and hoping that big rips. Let's try that one again, and hoping that big rips full of tentacle beasties don't appear, and our enemies carry on blowing up like they should. With most of Hutton's team. A, a wall, absent without telling Lael, and that should be a wattle even fact, absent without telling Lael, at the moment on a variety of top secret secret squirrel missions, or over in Colonia, a number of naughty factions have been building up big busts which have left Alvin's influence decidedly in the doldrums and totally ignored. After all, when someone offers you the kind of rewards that a big bust presents, would you really still head for the spaniel for, the ba for a belly rub? Commander Graham MPK, apparently the only one of the management team still in Hutton Space, has reassured everyone that it's all under control. And all the commanders stacking missions for Sol for their Fed ranking, that's sure to send them blind sometime soon, won't get their way and take Alvin's playground from him. We're not sure what the alternative plan really is, but we're hoping from that someone from the Hot Pit team will enlighten us later. In the meantime, we're back to studying the bus to work out why the big ones cause so much trouble, and asking ourselves what is it about Hutton that suffers so badly when they arrive. I swung into action this week over in Colonia, helping the Hanky make tracks out at Fort Mug. With Commander Mindwipe on a leave of absence, the Hanky has been a henchman without a hero this week. Bullwinkle without his Rocky, Dum Dum without his Touche Turtle. And I've woven a bit of a web of work in the week, helping them avoid sticky situations and tuning my senses to the slightest trouble in an effort to save the day. Hang on, hang on, this is all too much. If you're not Spider-Man, then who the blazes are you and what are you doing in our studio? I'm Spider-Mind. That's what we said, Spider-Man. No, Spider Mind. Systems, we run the games room at Hutton. So, this isn't your secret identity? No. Uh, well, maybe. Look, someone asked me to come here and fix the gaming table, and then one of you just put this script in my hand. I've no idea what's really going on, so just let me read it. Anyway, with great distances comes great boredom, and I was just the man to help. I whipped out my battle board and battled the board until the board battled no more and the boredom was gone. Oh, and everyone went to a CG and did some trucking, which was lovely, especially as no one was out here at the start of the week. This just in from Atrus5060, our mole in canon research. <coughs> 
Congratulations are in order to all Hatton trackers who helped save the Desiet system this week. You have successfully thwarted the Thargoids' attempt to engineer their FSD drives and prevented the Thargoids from making larger jumps towards the core of the bubble. This week, the Eagle Eye system has reported that the Thargoids are targeting the Nogambi and Tembala systems. Nogambi is a federation system, home to 4,027,775 people, and is controlled by the Putana independents, who have sent out the call to any commanders to defend Bunnell Dock. Tembala is an independent system, home to 3,191,827,476 people and is controlled by the Orange Society Player Faction. We've contacted them for a statement, however, our Russian translator was not available to help us figure out what they were saying. The boffins at Canning attempted to translate it and have had this to say on the matter. It's probably safe to assume that this is not probably a request for aid or perhaps a request for soup. Jeez, who the hell hired that intern who translated this? In response to the discovery of the new targets, Aegis has deployed their mega ships, the Vanguard and the Acropolis, to the Desiat and Yembo systems to help support commanders engaging the Thargoids. Aegis has also warned that the new Thargoid scout ships have made combat against the Thargoids far more difficult and cautions commanders to watch out for the red angry looking ones with the pointy bits. Good luck out there commanders and truckers for the Mog. Well, with the rest of the BGS team either AWOL or unable to attend, I'm afraid you've got to put up with me, Commander Evenstar. So, for the BGS bit tonight, we have a pending election in Epsilon Eridani to win another station, so work for Hot there to win us a fine prize. Well, not a prize, well, probably Kirk Landing or Galliano Depot, both land bases, so no Babylon 5 style glittery goodies, I'm afraid. Alpha Centauri is running very low at the minute, but believe it or not, it's actually on purpose. Another faction in the bust is creating a lot of hut and run missions for lots of credits, currently pushing them high. Now is your chance to cash in, and we're going to push them to expansion, so no work for hot there. Operation Wolf to give the Don his palace back is progressing slowly, so still no work for hot in Wolf 359 either. We really, really mean that bit. A couple of other systems are still a bit excitable, in particular Wolf124 and George's Pants, basically the usual crowd. Civil unrest and lockdown now generate pirate activity detected persistent signal sources with threats 5 to 7. Threat 7 is rather like a hazrez on steroids. Pending boom and outbreak and lockdown, but lockdown should be cancelled by the upcoming election as it's due to go live tomorrow. Over in Cockhole, Commander Mindwipe has stepped down from the team to spend more time with his mixer. He will be sorely missed, but the extraordinary King Hanky has jumped in and is frantically juggling even more balls. No laughing at the back there. For now, please send data drops to Dereza first, but as always, check in with the Hanky first. Medical, passenger and other high priority missions in Fort Mug and Dereza are the order of the day. And that's all the news from the BGS team. Two trucking type CGs this week, with one to deliver rare goods and the other to deliver mined gold to Laden Frost Dock in the Diddly Doodah. Sorry, that's the Didiomania system.
Okay, I'm I'm confused now, John. Are you sure you're not winning spandex? No, I'm really not. Look. Oh well, that's something our Ooh. listener didn't need to see. Jeez. Okay, what's next? More chaos, I expect. I think it's a tune, really. Do you? Okay, well, yeah. stick around. We're back for a wee chat after this. We're back on track. Who knew the entirety of the global news could be so easily bested by a mere doorbell? I don't remember Paul Daniels. Anyway, um, it was just a little different. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. It's just to say, I love peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, good evening and help everyone. everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome to Hutton Orbital News. Uh, a slightly later edition than usual. Uh, we had a, a few little issues before we could kick off and then we had a doorbell. Send me a rye right in the frickin' middle of it all. Typical, typical, typical. Never mind, these things happen. Set to try us. It'll all be good in the edit. We are joined in the studio, of course, um, by our special uh, crew of the ship. We've got our stunt pilot, Pillbox. Uh, good evening to him. He'll be selling exploration data next, he said something or other. Uh, we have, uh, of course, my co-host Mike Oxlong or, uh, with uh, Russell Evenstar. Good evening to you, Russell. Good evening. How are you? Very well, very well. It's been, how's the weather been down your way? Oh, warm and toasty. Very, very toasty. It's lovely, actually. I love it. Mm, okay. I think I saw my brother melt today. We're also joined in the studio by Flossie. It just always looks like that. <laughs> it does. Good evening, Flossie. How are you? Good evening. I'm fine, thank you very much. Hope things are okay there. Yeah, everything's going well. Everything's fine. Okay, it's just typical doorbells, and there's only one person that's got you know the legs to be able to go and answer it, and that's me. So um, that's just one of the limitations. But okay. I can answer mine on my phone. Ooh. Oh, that's handy. You one of them. Get you. Uh, the problem is, that, you see, the problem is our cats would work out as that as being the quickest way of opening the door and getting out because they are little smart little swines. Um, we are also joined with the Texan with the sweaty seat, um, Commander uh, Bark and Bark. Is it Bark? Do you pronounce it Bark naked? It's butt naked. What's your problem? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the heat melts your brain over there. Definitely was long enough to list his problems. Definitely, definitely the weather for being buck naked. That it is. Why do you think I am? <laughs> I live in Texas. Hello. <laughs> well, welcome. And we Happy also birthday, have buck. Yep, our special, special. Hi, I wish I had looked up. In fact, you know, Tech Monkey. We we definitely need the Marvel sound effects for the uh, transitional parts of uh, the cartoons and stuff. If you can find them uh, for Spider Man, that would be great. Because we're joined by our special superhero guest for this evening, the man who can make cards fight for your enjoyment. Now that's not been ruled cruelty to cards yet, but time is still plenty of time for that. Good evening to John from Spider Man Game. No, Spider Mind Games. Hello. Oh, hello, hello. Yes, it's Spider Mind Games. Superhero, not really. Just uh, super warm. Just a hero. Moment. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, mate, no, no, definitely not. And I didn't even make the cards do anything. That's Oliver's job. I just, you make them look pretty. Ah. Okay, well, that's you know, a nice way to sort of, uh, you know, big up your own part. Um... Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> why, why yeah, is I do here? sod all. Yeah, why, what are you doing here? 
<laughs> well, welcome. No, he just he just makes the games. I do everything else. Everything else, including coming on to talk to you, lovely people. That that's that I can totally get and understand because obviously my wife is the artist, but that means that she doesn't do the, the other bits and pieces. You know, the important stuff that you have to. do. No, exactly. I mean, Oliver is far too important to deal with anything else, so I have to do everything. Fantastic. Um, I, I take it you've seen this wonderful script coming to life tonight. It's been amazing. It's the first time I've ever seen Genius appear in front of me on the on the page. And I've just had a text from uh, Commander Vantina saying that he's writing it on his mobile phone. So I have to say double hats off. Both the ones I'm wearing at the moment have been taken off in his direction for not only producing it on the fly, but doing it on his mobile phone as well. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, he of course. He is script master extraordinaire, isn't he? Oh, well, first of all, what we're going to do is obviously John is here because Spider-Mind is currently in a wonderful uh, situation of having funded and congratulations to you all involved in the Spider-Mind Battle Cards Kickstarter because you crossed your goal within what, 72 hours and technically it was, wasn't much after 48. 48. It was 48 hours actually, just before 48 hours. Um, we, got over the, we got over the um, 17 grand target. Brilliant. So that is that's fantastic. So it's holidays all round. No, it's not. <laughs> Start those rumours. Um, <clears throat> no, it's a fantastic project. And anyone here in the studio, um, Buck, Flossie, Russell, Pillbox, any of you try? Have any of you actually tried battle cards? No, I didn't get a chance. I didn't. Didn't make it to Lake on Boo, but I've I've seen the pictures and I've read the blurb, and it looks fantastic. I will admit I haven't actually pledged yet, but it will happen this weekend. Promise, because it looks amazing. Oh, you're amazing. a gentleman. Thank you. Oh, well, I did. I was there at uh, at LaveCon. I yes. played against good old Oliver Facey. And, John, thank you so much for teaching us how to no, play. No, you're very welcome, Mr. Naked. And I would never ask. It is definitely and always will be Buck. Yes. <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a wee bit con I'm confused there just by that that weird, strange guttural noise that just came out of Buck. Um, anyway, so yeah, Buck, you you did some battle cards. Um, would you save John from explaining it and maybe give us a, a little recount of what happened during your match and how you played it? Oh my god! Also, if you could give tips and uh, remind no, I'm can. But yeah, what did you think? You know, I woke up about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Far Cry I have five. every faith in <laughs> the business continuing or not on the basis of your current review. <laughs> I was playing Far Cry 5 till 5 in the morning. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, Battle Cards was a blast. You, uh, you fight over three different territories. You put down a, uh, a battle card that you're fighting for. Um, be it uh, control of a mining place uh, or, your, or just a straight-out battle or I don't remember everything. Um, and then you have a certain number of points. I forget what type of points they're called, but um, they let you put your ships down. So you set down some ships and your opponent sets down some ships and you, you rotate that back and forth about three times and um, and then you get to battling. Um, Excellent. And you fight in each section uh, sequentially 
And um, if your ship survived, then excellent. If not, then you're probably on your way to being screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that was actually a really, but a really. That's about it. Yeah, really fair description of that sort of like from the uh, from that point. I mean, I've seen um, the obviously the official Frontier stream was amazing. I didn't get an opportunity to play it at LaveCon myself, but I heard enough accolades and superlatives from people that did. Um, a number of people that went back countless times to have another battle and then reappeared two hours later with huge smiles on their faces, either victorious or big frowns on their faces, being heckled by the victorious member that beat them, and. It does seem to be quite uh, an involved game with a fair bit of tactics and a teeny little sprinkling of luck required to pull a win. Um, how has feedback been, John, for for the, from these events? Feedback from um, LaveCon and from UK Games Expo was phenomenal. And um, it, interestingly enough, from UK Games Expo, a lot of people who didn't know Elite Dangerous intimately you know, had heard of Elite, seen the, um, knew of Elite Dangerous and the fact that the game existed. Some had even bought it, but not got around to playing it like a lot of people do with their Steam accounts. But it was lovely to have as many of those people playing it, getting excited about it and saying how much they enjoyed it as a tactical card game. Um, and then taking it to LaveCon the weekend after and showing it to the brave and bold from the Elite Dangerous community and having thumbs up from them as well. So it was it was lovely getting uh, really positive feedback from both sides, which we were kind of hoping for. I mean, it's you know it's it's lovely selling to the Elite Dangerous crowd as always, but I think for us we were equally interested in getting it out there to the board and card gaming community as well. Yeah, because they're the ones that are going to be the. The additional sales that it was a much bigger market that than actually the elite players although the elite players market is big that's the one that's the test of the quality of what you've put into the game whereas the game card players are more kind of a test of the fun factor and playability of it because they're going to be a lot more forgiving if you've got a pink aspen there but you've given it an extra hard point yeah and and they're also people who you know because they don't know the elite dangerous universe they're less likely to be automatically attracted to it so you've got to do a bit of a, a harder sell i feel they're a tougher crowd in in some ways i mean the the perfectionists amongst the elite dangerous crew can certainly you know give your uh, you know give you something to sweat about before you show the game off but uh, but no everyone was really kind and uh, and and also you know a huge number of those people have now jumped onto the um, Kickstarter campaign and we've been having feedback about what kind of stretch goals people want and how they want the, the campaign to progress because I think there are people already there who are looking to take the game and you know promote it out to their gaming buddies or their you know community groups or whatever so it's been uh, it's been a lovely so far been amazing feedback yeah fantastic I mean it is it's probably one of the most I don't know if I've seen a, a card game that you kind of have that three battles three separate different scenarios that you're playing all at the same time and that that's that to me seems to be the sort of real critical key in the tactics to the, the, the make it tricky is trying to balance where you can win with what cards you've got and hold and uh, across the three battles without losing one and then suddenly you're in a back foot like Buck was saying so I mean I think the, the three battlefronts are 
really interesting for from a card game point of view where normally you're you're kind of playing into the one yes i mean it's easy if you've got a combat based card game it's relatively easy to have um the two of you face off and and do battle whereas because elite dangerous is so much more than just pew pew you know there's um there's, as as you guys don't need to be told, there's been everything from delivery missions to mining to, um, you know, to um, Thargoid um, combat to, you know, everything in between. We've got escort missions. Um, we've got, as um, Buckneck had said earlier on, you've got combat within um, a, um, a ring of an asteroid ring, which means that you can only use smaller ships. And there's just, we wanted to stick all the various bits that you do in the Elite Dangerous game into the game at the same time. So without making it ultra complicated, we designed the three battle arenas. And then that, that battle card that Buck said earlier on, it, the mission card, you randomly choose out of a number of missions that come with the box set, and that, that then determines your game. And you're right, your tactics are completely different if you're doing a um, an escort mission, escorting a couple of transports, than you are if you're building a, um, a capital-class um, cruiser or something like that. Fantastic. Now, I, I know we spoke to you on Tuesday on, on Lave Radio as well, and we talked about the kind of the the future plans the sky and the, the the pie in the sky plans those kind of ones where you think wouldn't it be awesome if this happened and i know that we touched on the fact that you have got coming at some point tournament rules for the likes of conventions etc um is is that one of your sort of big views for the future or is there anything else that you uh, are kind of excited to see how it plays out yeah i mean there's um there's a load of stuff going on the um the the life of the card game will be split into several parts. The first part is the the pre-order, the crowdfunding bit, which we're going to be doing through Kickstarter. And then because we've got a bunch of other um, stretch goals and other bits and pieces that we want to achieve, it's likely that we will then push the campaign beyond Kickstarter and on to either somewhere like Indiegogo or um, just run it through Backer Kit's own um shop front or, or something like that just just because and also because we've got eight, you know eight to 12 weeks to make the cards um but once we've done all of that um then the cards go out to distribution and that is physical boxes of these um cards being bought by distributors and then taken out and put into the various shops around the world now to a certain extent I mean, we've got some distributors already interested and we've got some that have already placed some initial small orders um however they will be watching the kickstarter campaign as carefully as we are to see how well it's received to then see whether they need to increase the number of orders so already having orders from distributors is exciting seeing how this uh, campaign progresses to be able to get boxes physical boxes into shops is amazing uh, as well but on top of that We've also got license potential licensing deals. Um, we were approached in the UK Games Expo as we were opening the stall on the first day by a, um, a couple of um, French, uh, two directors from a French board game company who'd been sent over specifically with the mission to get the card games and the license to be able to transfer it and the RPG into French language and launch it in the French market, um, which was phenomenal because it was like wow um and so what they'll do is they'll take the idea run their own 
internal to France Kickstarter um, project to, to see if they can fund the translation. But we then spoke subsequent to that to Russians and some Chinese people who wanted to do the same thing. So there's all of that going on at the same time. And then on top of that, recently we've had people say how they'd love it to go onto Tabletop Simulator, which is uh, equally phenomenal because wouldn't that be awesome? A bit weird that we're taking a computer game, turning it into a card game, and then turning the card game into a computer game. But I'm sure, you know, people will get that. Um, and then on top of all of that, um, one of our distributors has said they are the, they've got the contract at the moment to supply kind of the, the middle-of-the-room activities for some of the better-known and bigger UK and European computer game conventions. And they want to take battle cards there so for the likes of egx and places like that as you walk in i'm sure people will remember this if they've been there is an area set aside for the card and board gaming for people to just sit down and chill out and take it easy and that's kind of where we're going to be as well and then um you know on top of all of that um if frontier do end up going over to china then that's pantwettingly exciting if um, elite dangerous is launched over there because you know maybe maybe this will be something they'll like as well so there's just tons of stuff going on at the moment yeah it must be really yeah <laughs> one of those things that just fills your brain with the, the excitement <laughs> yes, the mind-boggling that's what you want mind-boggling I, I mean it's not happened yet and and with everything i fully understand that there is um as my nan used to say there's always a, a gap twit gap twixt cup and lip or something like that anyway um similar sort of thing but um i realize that it's not you know it is it's not over until it's over so I, I i look at all these things with huge excitement but the fact that it's generated you know we're only we're only on about twenty thousand at the moment, but thank thanks to the fact that it's generated so much, we've had all this interest, which is you know phenomenal. The sky is the limit, literally. So, for our truckers out there who, well, no doubt have opportunities um, either with it being through possibly tabletop games, if that's where tabletop simulator, if that's where they, you know they end up meeting it for the first time, but. For the rest of them who are, you know, going to be keen to to get their hands on this card game as soon as possible, how do they get involved in the Kickstarter? Well, if they head over to Kickstarter and search for um, ED battle cards or Elite Dangerous battle cards, they will be taken to our site. And there, it's fairly straightforward. People who've done uh, pledged for Kickstarter before will know what to do. Other people, um, you for for those who don't know. Um, and I have met a few who are just like, well, what is Kickstarter? Um, you basically, uh, you pledge, you look look down the menu of the various different sets and deals and bundles that we have on offer. You choose which one you want and then you pledge that amount uh, towards the Kickstarter campaign. Um, whilst you enter in payment details, that money will only be taken at the end of the campaign. So at the end of the 30 day period um, and of course only on successfully reaching the target number which has already happened so that is that is um uh there but yeah there's a there's a um a link in the chat for anyone who's looking but uh, yeah so if people go to kickstarter search for really dangerous battle cards follow the ins online instructions and if you do support us and you like what you see tell all your non-elite dangerous buddies as well because this could be a way of getting them hooked in on the game as well now i kind of heard that you know it's obviously 
your desire from certainly from the EDRPG and then into ED Battleground cards, um, that it's it's kind of a dream for you and Oliver to to kind of become what, full full blown Spider Minds, one hundred percent of your day and develop games uh, for the rest of your existence. Is that kind of the the big dream? Yep, the big dream is to continue this as a full time business. Um, obviously um you know you can seldom make a living off just one game um unless that one game you know earns you a fortune straight off the bat but most games companies have uh, a stable of games and we already have a number of titles in development currently non-ed related um but uh, all ones that we're going to be releasing um towards the end of this year there's even one we're working on with um alan stroud who many of you all know is um the author of labor revolution and also um a host but way back when from labor radio but yeah so we're working on a project with him and uh, a couple of other projects that are coming out so um we'll be sure to give you guys a shout when we release the next one there's one in particular which i think would go down um, a treat with the um, Hutton crew. <laughs> Definitely. Right, see, now your wetting whistles everywhere. Everyone's going to yeah. go, oh, what's the next game? Got to be. But I mean, with less, that's, that's what, two, two years, two games? Yes, it has been, but that's been part time. Um, we've gone, thankfully, unfortunately, full time from January. So um, this year, we will be releasing the battle cards uh, to other games that are going to be personally made uh, individual um, games by us by spider mind and then releasing the um details of the work that we're doing with alan because that is in fact another licensed product but for someone that alan is working with and knows and we're doing some tie-in stuff with them but that that that'll be coming that'll be coming announcing at the end of the year and then hopefully if everything goes well, we'd be looking to launch the Kickstarter beginning of uh, next year. So now that we're working full time, it's we're hopefully between three and four projects a year, if we can keep it momentum going. Well, that's fanta- that is fantastic and really exciting. And obviously, we'll give you as much promotion as we can because the one thing I have seen on on Kickstarter is the number of games that you see that are on there as versions or customized versions of other games uh, it's really nice to see stuff appearing there like the battle cards where it is kind of quite unique and different so i'm i, I hope that you know we you, you continue to make these new games uh, that are tons of fun to play you've definitely got the uh, the skills for making them look probably the most sleek and sexy and professional made games um, that are out there from that kind of um, from the original sort of elite Kickstarter uh, and that's not to put anyone else's down because I know a lot of them are still in development but yours come out and they're just so slick so quickly I don't know what what it is that you're doing right but yeah keep doing it <laughs> Thank you. We just we just know some very talented people. Um, but no, thank you for that. And, and we will keep you posted, you know, just because the next one isn't going to be a um, an Elite Dangerous themed game. It is just so perfectly. Uh, I mean, it's it got it's got Hutton written all over it and it's got Lavecon written all over it. So we'll definitely get you guys involved. Um, but just before 
I do finally stop wittering. I also wanted to say a big thank you to all those people who are listening who backed our RPG. Many of you who have backed it will know that um, apart from the Games Master's screen, which we had a little bit of a hiccup with the printers with, everything else has been printed and is being distributed as we speak. In fact, some people might already have the gear with them, but the supplements, they're um, printed and ready and starting to hit people's... Um, doormats as it were and um, so I'm really delighted that we're able to not only launch a second game but despite a long wait and despite some delays we've actually been able to also bring the first one in full circle as well Brilliant, thank you very much for coming on and giving us the the rundown Um, of course I think there's plenty of questions throughout the show for you that I can uh, See, so we'll definitely come back and if we get any well, questions from the community, we will pass them on if you stick around. Um, thank you for having me on and I'd love to hang around. Let's just check and see if there's anyone, there, any questions from the studio? How's she up there? Um, uh, who's Aunt May? Um, I got a question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Spider-Man... How do we defeat the Green Goblin? Uh, you never will, because then how can you carry on selling merchandise if he's dead? You got to keep we him going. We don't care about Green Goblin's merchandise. Spoiled again. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, does your bum get itchy with all that thread coming? No, that's a different type of spider. That's just a spider. Um, right. <laughs> what the, this? Uh, just looking down. Are you? Are you? Do you see this particular the chat on the the script where you can see Dave going mental and waving things at us? There, John. Can you see that wonderful chat that we've I got? I can. I can. I, I've got no idea what David means, but he seems to have a message for you. He's saying. Uh... Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll let that come to you, but we'll move on now. We had the patch as well. The universe was down today. Um, does anyone have an idea of why it was down? Thargoids! Was it really? No, I just made something up. That's, that's... It's usually Thargoids. We can blame it on them. Was there any particular reason for the patch updates today? Book patches, just... Yeah, playing... Cracking books. Bugs. Um, so what's that? What's that going then? You're right, Buck. <laughs> Tumbles, I would see. See, told you. Apparently, I was they've right. got the power modules in the wrong place in the the alliance ships. They've they've yet to work out which way up to put them in. They put them upside down, and everything's going backwards. It, it was just a mess. So they fixed uh, all that. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, oh, and of course, this one is definitely for you, Russell. The volcano ride. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes. Any updates on that? Have is there, has anyone approached the likes of Garmin for um, some sponsorships and possibly some live tracking? Well, we're speaking nicely to to Commander Fletch, but um, I have some some lovely, lovely, lovely Garmin's Garmin toys, courtesy of the man himself. Um, so there'll be live tracking at least for me. So you, you can attract the um, the back of the queue, if nothing else. Um, <laughs> He's going the wrong way! But, uh, <laughs> yes, I've, I've been following a, a month-long training plan on the bike for the moment in this volcano-like weather, appropriately enough. Um, and I'm knackered, but I am faster, so it is making a difference. So I should be um, you know, marginally above walking pace by the end of it, with any luck. 
Fantastic. But yeah, it's, it's all going well. I think things are ticking over. It's that sort of lull where we've still got a lot of way to go, but um, I, I gather Commander Hobo Mallow has got his, his new bike and he's steaming around uh, the Midlands. Um, everyone's starting to get a little bit concerned and, you know, I've got a big hill. I'm going to try and ride up Box Hill two or three times at the weekend and we'll see if that kills me or not, because if that kills me, then I'm in real trouble. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eager. I hated I'm eager. Box Hill. I went to school there. I hated it. I've never tried it. I they made us walk up it every sodding summer for some reason. I can't remember why, but ugh. Mm. People who want to cycle up it are mad. Well, I, I want to cycle up something which is about ten times as high, so I thought I'd better give that one a go and see if I can <laughs> cope with that. <laughs> so so we'll see. If, if you don't hear from me next week, I've probably died halfway up. But, um... when, when, is the, uh, when is the volcano raid coming off again? Um, November. So uh, mid-November. We will get plenty of advertising up on the Hutton pages so you know it's coming and, and you can get your donations in to support these crazy, crazy, soon-to-be-no-longer-with-us idiots uh, as they drive up a <laughs> erupting volcano. Uh, that's going to be epic. And that, I'm, I'm not even going to put that curse out there because if that happens, well, we I'm have... going to feel literally awful for at least a few seconds after I stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we got the marvelous Mike Snoswell, and we got we got um, Van Tien driving the van and laughing at us, um, and possibly throwing out tow ropes um, and water and ice creams and and everything else. So that will keep us going. I think we've got Commander Splendor as well helping us up, shouting from us at the top of the hill with his big megaphone, sort of stroke, stroke. Um, so yes, and and me and me and Commander Spike have got a, an, an event or two before that as well. So we we've got training for that. So it, it, it's all cycling all the time at the moment. My wife's not bored of it at all. Okay, <laughs> that's not so bad <laughs> then. That did sound a bit maybe of a lie, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite excited about it. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna try and live stream and Twitch feed, and we're gonna try and see if we can get some. Um, camera phone uh, links up with the vehicle, the support vehicle on your way and get some photographs and stuff to share with everyone as it's happening live um, yeah, so lots of ideas and things, yes, so seeing what we can do it, it, we'll, we'll think we will we'll be weighed down by batteries probably as much as anything else but um, it's November so it shouldn't be too hot we hope yeah, yeah that's true and hopefully not too cold mm, yes indeed Although, with the amount of effort we're going to be putting out, I doubt we'll be cold, no matter what. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fun. So keep your ears and peeled over the next couple of weeks and months uh, as we head closer to the Volcano Dumb um, updates and events. That's going to be spectacular. Um, oh, yes. What else have we got? We've got... My goodness. Oh, you've got a thank you to put out there today. I've got to thank you to the, the amazing commander, Dayglo Viking. So I, I, I got a message about... Um, and people remember, may remember Mugmageddon when I came back from my holiday to find mugs and glassware all over the floor in, in tiny little pieces, and I was very sad. Um, and I was very cheered up to find that my, my um, quartermaster tanker had survived because it was left in the dishwasher, which um, shows that laziness does have its virtues. But... Um, he sent me a cryptic message and asked for an address and you know, a couple of weeks later I, I turn up today and the post turns up and I've got I've got the the, the one and only Hutton placeholder. It's it's about six inches long, it's hand cross stitched, it's got my commander name on it and the Hutton logo, it's got spangly silver edges and it's fantastic. 
fantastic and it made me go squee all day so i am a very happy commander at the moment and as an added bonus if you do happen to run across the ravenous bug bladder beast of trial you can cover your eyes with it and therefore stay safe from the bug bladder beast because as we all know it's so stupid if you can't see it it just assumes that it can't see you so um you're safe it's fantastic wow wow we need to get I them know. in the hut and gift shop that's for sure yeah it's it's absolutely superb so yes happy commander right here excellent uh, do we have Witherspoon in the studio we don't do we no he's hiding has he gone after the green room uh, we're just trying to see if we Is can he... get some reports back on the sport thing that he was telling us all about last week maybe he'll pop in it might pop in um oh the bladder chasing yeah yeah whatever whatever that was um now there's a cryptic message here uh, mr lucas says we or, or uh, due to a mr lucas we may soon have a new method of relieving hut and ship stress i haven't got a clue what that means oh i, I know but i but i don't say yes he's he's been badgering me for for, for images and, and icons and, and stuff and telling me I've sent in the wrong ones, which of course I never, ever, ever do, except this time. Um, so yes, <laughs> there, there, there's something exciting coming. And um, there's so many people are making so many wonderful goodies. You know, from, from where we started with a, a couple of stickers and, and an a enormous box of mugs, all the toys we've got now and there's pin badges and and embroidered things and um, and little bits of cross stitch and big bits of cross stitch and and various other toys and coasters. all the skills of the community coming out to make stuff and oh yeah the hutton crowd are just amazing absolutely fantastic bunch and the led flashing badges as well oh yeah oh yes good. that's right yeah they're spectacular oh, talking of leds I've, I've got a little project in in the background which is still ticking over which i really must revive which um, which was van Tayan's idea but I, i've <laughs> a few things so there's loads of exciting exciting things in hunt and space as always well yeah and i've been run off my feet this week to be blatantly it's surprising because normally i find myself with quite a fair bit of time sitting in front of the machine to be able to get some of the chaotic stuff that i get done but with um i think it's not next week it's the following week we are the entire cow clan heading down to uh what will be possibly one of our biggest licensing meetings for Suzanne's artwork um, because it's, you know, we're going down to the, the belly of the beast, our licensor, and for the first time in nine years, we're actually going to be down there. We're going to be able to see the licensing showroom with all the products with my wife's artwork on it, which is really exciting because the last time we were down there, she wasn't signed with them. And um, so we saw all the other lovely uh, objects and uh, artworks and products that they had. So we're going down for this grand tour and to have a chat about how we move things forward in all the spectacular places that it is. And it's quite exciting. So getting prepared to take Susie, obviously she, my wife is disabled, and trying to cater for all possibilities is... It's mind-boggling and trying to make sure that the hotels are going to be okay and suitable and then hitting strange, weird policies that they've got in place that make no sense. Like, you can't, you don't have any family rooms. Our son's, what, 17? He'll be 18 later on this year. 
That's scary to say, by the way. But <laughs> um, he, you know, that's our youngest, and um, the hotel has a policy where they won't let uh, under eighteen check into their own room. So just crazy. Okay. So you can get a room Even for enjoying. yeah. For well, it's dead simple. I mean, this is something that Simon will tell you that I have a belief that if there's a, a work around your policies that make no sense and take no extra effort for your customer, then your policy is wrong. And that is quite simply, if all you have to do is say, okay, well, I'll have one room for my wife and my son, and then I'll have the other room, and that gets you around their booking system, then that's stupid. And all you do by having a policy is cause aggravation. <clears throat> so anyway, they fixed it for me. They were brilliant, and uh, hats off to them and my contact there who managed to sort of bypass all that. But uh, yeah, that's what's been keeping me absolute me and Sai Moof in fact well he'll tell you that it's because I've got a stupid little server I've been making him configure and it's been driving him mental <laughs> to the point where he nearly killed me today after you know I found that he'd been working in uh, Linux for so long that he'd actually crashed himself I think there was a <laughs> a Simoof update that didn't install correctly and he was standing there kind of weeping softly at a screen with white writing on um, so that was concerning for a couple of seconds <laughs> But that's what I it's think been you need like. To install more gin. Yeah, well, it's again during the day, gin. Just, um, but yeah, so things have been going really well. Really excited about that, which does mean that in two weeks' time I will not be here. Um, <gasps> but I will probably see if I can contact in. In fact, you know, I won't be able to because that is the day of the meeting. So, oh, excitement, exciting. Well, you'll have to mm. send pictures of all your goodies on display. Oh, yeah. It's become a bit of a national pastime, really, hasn't it? Even my kids now go and point out when they see stuff, it's gorgeous bits and pieces. There's so many things. We've not sorts. seen, yeah, we've not seen the sort of the Spanish um, panini stuff that's been out for the last couple of years, but that's really doing uh, an amazing job and, and giving the football stickers uh, a run for their money in Spain, which is good, so... It's been really interesting, and and it's you know very proud of all the work and stuff that Susie has managed to to do, and uh, and it, given the challenges that we've gone through over the last eight years, it is no small feat at all. And she's now better than she's been in a number of years, and I'm looking forward to her continuing to to grow and improve over the next couple of years. To the hope that maybe she'll make a an ECM. I don't think she'll enjoy an ECM. But I might drag her along to one anyway, just so that she can sort of go away. Well, I'm going to stop asking to come because <laughs> that's me. I've done we'll one. Tick. Have to have a, <laughs> another one up in the frozen wastes or the the warm sunny wastes as they are now. Have one at your end of the the universe. Winter is coming. Uh, (laughs) Couldn't come any soon enough. Right, so oh, we we do have a theme for tonight's music. We're looking for people to guess. There's no prizes for other than being called the or uh, was it crowned Smarty McBumbum. And if you want to be this week's Smarty McBumbum, then play pay attention to the tunes playing. My first one, of course, was Three Is a Magic Number by Bob Dora. Um, we will have one shortly, but first of all, we need to catch up with dearest Flossie, Queen Flossie, and hear all about this week's community goals in detail, and also find out how many mugs I'm going to be posting this weekend. So before we go over to you, Flossie, let's hit you with your intro. It's Flossie. 
It's flashy. It's flashy. And the community goes. Hello, Flossy here with this week's Community Goals News. First of all, well, last week, Psycho Cow promised mugs for anyone getting into the top 10 commanders of the CG in Colonia. You can't prove it. I never said that. No, I did. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so far, there have been four claims of top 10 commanders from Richard Sopp, a ball of petunias with over 38,000 tonnes. Tom Edis, Sidamout, or Sidamot, over 35k tonnes. Bill Decare, I'm not sure of his commander name, with 44k tonnes. And Kelly Vasco, Keldwan, with 77,529 tonnes. That deserves a mug, doesn't it? It certainly does. So, uh, four mugs by my count. So far, yep. Don't panic if you've not got your claim in. Like, just you know, take the weekend; it's fine. Um, I will. I generally post these things out on a Friday. I've got quite a few to catch up with, um, and I've lost track of a lot of them. So it's going to be a bit of a head. I'm not very good when things go into the history. If um, if <laughs> so, if you're waiting for one, or you know you're someone's waiting for one, then do get in touch with me directly and just remind me what the hell I'm meant to be doing because I forgot. Um, but other than that, we'll get your addresses um, to Flossie or myself, and we will get those out to you on the nearest Friday when we've got your address. Um, so if you've only got four in, then I think we've got probably, I don't know, maybe another two or three to come in. That would be awesome. So just get your proof to Flossie and she will pass it on to me and we'll get your hot call mugs out to you ASAP. So, okay. Yeah, what's going on for the community goals? Right, well, this week we have got two community goals uh, at the same place and they are tied together. It's... Didiomania Emperor's Grace Academy inauguration and Didiomania Emperor's Grace Request Mind Resources. Um, Didiomania Emperor's Grace has completed work on the Tiverian, Tiverian Academy, a flight school for Imperial Naval Cadets. The organisation is hosting an inaugural banquet to mark the event and to honour the late Admiral Mayra Tiverian, the organisation's founding member, who will have a monument erected at the site. A spokesperson for Didiomania Emperor's Grace released the following statement. The Tiverian Academy will provide new recruits with cutting-edge training facilities, to host a fitting banquet for its inauguration, we require insourcing a range of exotic food and drink. We also require a quantity of gold to make the monuments raised in the Admiral's memory a truly spectacular tribute. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering Hayden Black Brew, Neritus Berries and HIP Protosquid or mined gold to laden fresh stock in the Didiomania system. 
He's so <laughs> a bit like the attacks on the Lave Radio Sidewinder by the AEDC, which of course we don't have any official opinion or uh, no any opinion at all whatsoever than bad joker. Uh, but and and our next tune will say, "Is that you've done then? That, that's it. That was them all done. Wow, rares and mining. Oh, so I suppose yeah. Okay, well, right. we, well, did did you manja? Manja, manja, I'm not quite sure how it's pronounced. But we've had a bit of a poll in the uh, the boom chat. Um, most have said they're not fussed about which to do. And we've had a couple of votes for mining. But so far, no votes for teabacking rares. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will leave that one up to you, Flossie, if we get a sort of con- consensus on which one should be put forward for our uh, our boom attempts or for our top trucker attempts um, for mugs, then uh, I'll leave it for you to decide. So if you keep an eye on the Facebook page, we'll get it advertised as to which one might win you a mug or we'll leave it until next week and see if something more interesting comes up. Um, so thank you for that then. Right, well, I suppose we should um, move on. Um, and, you know, talking about EDC and them being bad boys. Our next tune says absolutely everything you know about being a bad guy. Um, or girl. Or girl in the galaxy. It's all about those dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirt cheap done Dirt cheap cheap dirt cheap chirp chirp cheap cheap chirp chirp cheap cheap chirp. That would be awesome yeah, if I just gone, snuck it. that one in, wouldn't it? Hey, let's see you get that theme then. Um, <laughs> it's of it's course the year I was born. That was really. Yeah, apparently the woman in the bed next to my mum couldn't stop singing it, so she hates that song. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Come here. Because oh, actually, all I need now is your mum's address or her phone number. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're cruel. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, we'll be back after this. Actually, we're not going to be back right after this because we're going to go straight through to Galnet News. So we'll be back after Galnet News. So this is a great time for everyone in the studio. If you want to go and get a brew or have a quick pee, then this is the time for you. Um, But for now, we shall leave you with this cracking tune. Crank those station, your thingies. What, What do radios have nowadays? Do they still have knobs? <laughs> well, they've got some knobs on them at the moment, but... <laughs> <laughs> Depends if Piers Morgan's posting, really, doesn't it? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, well, yeah, turn your volume You've up. You've still got to... a big knob in the studio. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's three three shots across the bow. I'm getting the message. Press play and mute the mics. Here we go. Pack <laughs> Galnet News Digest, 5th of July 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Aegis's rearguard action. Alliance left out in cold as powers eliminate League. Bodice Ripper author invites commanders along for the ride. Ashling just can't decide. Aegis's rearguard action. 
suggestions that the Vanguard megaship had been hiding round the corner because its Aegis crew are a bunch of cowardly custards were strongly denied by Aegis High Command, following the week-late arrival of the Vanguard in the Desiat system. Meanwhile, the Thargoid's focus has shifted to two new stations, Bunnell Dock in Nogambi and Paris Station in Timbala. Both of these new systems contain Ammonia Worlds, unlike Desiat. In related news, the respected journalist Firemaker LaFosse has postulated that the Far God, Thargoid-worshipping cult of dangerous nutjobs may be spies for the Thargoids. LaFosse believes that the Thargoids have been collecting occupied escape pods, brainwashing the occupants and sending them back as spies and fifth columnists, cunningly disguised as a bunch of eschatological no-hoopers who refuse to speak to anyone outside the Far God cult. Leading exotheologian Dr. Alfred Yulianov, who along with Gethin Onkonkwo is one of the few practitioners of this obscure social science, pointed out that the Fargodians don't speak to anyone outside their cult because they don't see any point, given that we'll all be dead soon. An alternative theory about the escape pods is that Thargoids use the occupied escape pods as food for their larval Tharglets, which makes an even more lurid and exciting story. We'll be first with the news just as soon as there is any. Otherwise, we'll speculate. Alliance left out in the cold, as powers eliminate League. Following the capture of League of Reparation Assassins two weeks ago, Imperial and Federal security forces have used decrypted messages to carry out a series of raids on secret League ships and outposts. Captain Neve Sutonia of the Superpower Task Force revealed how the raids came just in time to save another tranche of murders of the innocent descendants of INRA employees. She explained that the League has now been wiped out in Federal and Imperial systems, and all that remained was to investigate how the League managed to gain privileged access to key military communications channels, something that suggests that the now-defunct League had supporters in high-up places. The Alliance Tribune pointed out that the organisational hub of the League of Reparations, its nexus has not yet been discovered and further pointed out that no League of Reparation cells in the Alliance systems have been eliminated. It accused the Empire and Federation of sidelining the Alliance police and went on to suggest that prominent Alliance political and military personnel remain in danger and that if the League has not in fact been wiped out, many more victims may soon follow in the charred footsteps of Admiral Buchanan of Lave and Chief Inspector K. Kilbride. Bodice Ripper author invites commanders along for the ride. Olav Redcourt, author of the Corsair King series of historical romances, has embarked on a major promotional tour, and he, or rather his publicist, has invited independent commanders to travel with him. Redcourt's novels are set in the 2600s. The latest, The Storm of Desire, brings together the romantic sensibilities of Chuck Tingle with the raw sexual tension of Jane Austen. The book is jointly published by Bonespire Publishing and Not-So-Fantastic Books Publishing Limited and takes the form of a choose-your-own-adventure hollow novel 
letting readers choose their own ending and letting them experience scenes from the book in wraparound virtual reality. Starting this week in Blatrimp, the 50-destination tour of the galaxy will end in eight weeks' time in Procyon. Mr Redcourt was said to be delighted to be cast in the role of what he described as a damn human ball in a galactic game of pinball during his tour. Ashling just can't decide. People's Princess Ashling Duval was this week reported to be choosing the bridal wear for her forthcoming nuptials with Federal Commoner Ambassador Jordan Rochester. No details are yet forthcoming, but we can't wait to see if it'll be white, cream, or a shade of blue that matches the princess's hair. And we can't wait to see her family out in public. Ashling's siblings have until now been kept very much in the background. Will her younger sister wear a clinging dress that shows off her pert bottom to best effect? Will Daddy Duval, Mad Harold the Halfwit, attend the wedding? Will Ashling choose to wed in a Fargodian Chapel of Fear? Will there be an assassination, and if so, will it be Duval or the ambassador that bites the highly polished cathedral floor? All we can be sure of is that there's an awful lot of readers wanting us to speculate. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Uh, Peter with the spoon, he's putting me off my landing. Honest, Scuff, that's exactly what happened there. Um, it was nothing to do with my inept skills of uh, of landing at all. <clears throat> Absolutely not. My God, Fort Mug's going to need to get up. get the um, spray painters out. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been exposed to vacuum? Oh, crikey, no! But I've, uh, I arrived here with my newest Type Nine. Um, and uh, it's already got a good couple of dents in it, that is for sure. <laughs> well, they kind of look better a bit used, don't they? They do! It's not right if they're too shiny. They do! Um, is John still here? Yes, yes I am. Yes, he is. We had a, a question come in from the chat there. Um, um, is Doctor Doom a federal, and if he is, should we be worried about it? Um, yes. For both, I think. He looks like a federal. He does. Got the right feel for it, definitely. I'd agree. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. Um, great, any more questions, do let us know. I don't even know if there's any questions, actually. Is anyone keeping an eye on it? It's one of those things. Somebody will let me know if there's a question. Um, oh, finally I've landed, thank you for that. <laughs> that was nearly another three million Blooming credit rebuy. Uh, okay, so we have done Dirty Deeds, done dirt, dirt Cheap. We've had uh, Bob Dora and Three is the Magic Number. And um, we, we, we apparently were, were not able to blame Vantiel because he's not here. Oh. True, we can always blame him. 
But apparently, you know, it's normal. Normally, we just blame the tech monkey. This is um, so. That's the link yeah, for the next tune. Call, Let's call. not go into the next tune quite yet. Um, see, this is the problem when you've got a script, especially if you're like me and you haven't freaking read it before you go live. You start reading, but it's going, mm, that's interesting. What's that mean? What's that about? And then you go, oh, that's the link into the next section. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We do, of In course. In fairness, most yeah. scripts aren't actually written before we go live. Not in the point. Yeah, well, that's the, that's fantastic. We do like fault. to play it by ear here. Well, it's just but, to ensure you know, that the news is the freshest and, and you know, it's it's foil-wrapped for freshness. It's not frozen and then defrosted just for the show. It's it's fresh. It, it doesn't get fresher than this, I don't believe it, except possibly... Um, no, no, I don't believe it can get fresher than this. I'm impressed. <laughs> now, John, actually, seeing as you are here, is there any particular message you would like to get out there for the truckers, uh, whether or not you just want to say something along the lines of back our Kickstarter. We have put the links out so that everyone can get to it and have a look but is there any particular message you wanted to get out tonight? You are all awesome. Yes, back my Kickstarter there's a new stretch goal that has just been launched um, if you go over to the um, ED Battle Cards Facebook page or you follow us on Twitter there's a funky new video calling all commanders to help us release the dance macabre mm. <laughs> loads of lovely new toys on there I was kind of lusting after those dice you've got there beautifully coloured oh yeah the dice are shiny and... I don't have much use for them, although I suppose I will once I get my battle cards. But um, well, but also if you, so pretty. yeah, if you get them in the funky little tower, I'm that sad. I've actually got them up on my shelf. You know. I, I think, think they sit. Of that, they at the, they uh, the sit splendidly got, next to some splendid mugs. They that's look splendid. That's a oh, really inter- sorry interesting uh, stretch goal because it's an exclusive card. That so if you if you think about the other games that have been out, and uh, predominantly the one I can think on Kickstarter is of course Zombicide and how expensive the expansion packs are, and how the people that backed it got exclusive characters that were spectacular and very much fun. Um, this is your opportunity to have that unique Kickstarter back card because this is one for backers only. Just yeah. for Kickstarter backers, yes. For the dance macabre. Yeah, we'll have the buck naked. Commander buck naked. Holler, you gotta help shuttle through terrifying Thargoid infested space. Oh, right. Maybe, maybe yep. Buck's been captured. It's a rescue mission, and what you've got to do is take off his clothing one item at a time each turn. Um, <laughs> that'd be an interesting mission. Let, I'm glad to see Stretch you. Stretch maybe. Go, you don't have to see that. Yes. I think, you know, it's, it's wonderful to see that you haven't gone down the route of allowing people to suggest ideas for into the game. So that's possibly a, a very interesting one. But you've got the Neoprene Supreme, which is the game mat for purchase. Then you've got the Release the Beast, which has a big Ooh. mystery mm. question mark on yep. it. That's exciting. Sunday. Ooh. People will find out what that is this Sunday. And then discover the enigma, another big purple this time. Oh yeah, well that's a, that's that's another exciting card that people will discover a little later than Sunday. Um, just that that's more an enigma esque. That's watch this space. Whereas release the beast is definitely this Sunday. Ooh, right. Okay. So there you go, guys. Get involved in this Kickstarter because it's shaping up to be quite exciting, and there's going to be unique content that will mean it's worth. 
bidding in now. If you're one of those people out there that says, I'll just wait and buy a copy from the shops, get off your arse and get in there now because this is your chance to have something a little bit unique and special for your deck so that when you're playing with your pals that bought it from the store, that you can play that and they go, where did you get that card from? And then you can go, I'm a Kickstarter backer. You also you also get it for a tenner cheaper. So um, that plus extra cards. And one of the, I can tell you this, this is an absolute Hutton Orbital Radio exclusive. But we are looking at one of the stretch goals having two things attached to it. And one of those is to reduce the price of the um, neoprene gaming map. So... Um, so not only will you be able to buy the season box for a tenner cheaper than your mug friends who buy it off the shop shelves, but also um, I might be um, we might be chopping some money off the bits and pieces that are already on offer. Oh, exciting! You see, there's always a good reason to get in early. Oh yes, yeah, and always a good reason to and listen to these shows to get these wonderful little snippets. Absolutely, and some cheesy videos thrown in for free. <laughs> You've got to wade through a lot of rubbish, but there is some good stuff in this show, here and there. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, but there's some reasonable stuff in his Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> I wasn't sure where he was going either. I thought we might have to sort of sit on him for a minute, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's not so scary now with, with all this exercise you've been doing, like that, sitting on threat. Well, yeah, oh, Crikey, we're, we're back into the walks, and uh, of course, if you're bored with the whole world of plantar fasciitis, let me tell you something. It is not much fun. It is the most frustrating thing to be in the way of what you want to do is pain. It's the worst demotivator. It gets in the way of everything, and it just sits there in your mind, niggling with every single step you take. But I'm glad to say it's beginning to go, so that's good. Good. Yeah, that is good. It just drives you mental. Yeah, it's, it's like having, you know, the, the, I got new shoes. Actually, I went out and uh, did one of these fancy things where they put you in a treadmill and, and make you run and then they giggle at you and then they show you a video of your arse um, as you walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's just cruel, man. Oh, and then make up all this nonsense and scientific stuff of why you need to buy the most expensive trainers. But we did it anyway. I got an amazing pair of shoes that actually really did take the sharpness of the planter away and... Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into some bigger walks. So we were going to do one today, but as I say, Simon crashed um, and got stuck in a frozen pause. I don't know what happened. And um, therefore we missed our opportunity, but uh, we managed to get our special soup, which was awesome. Carrot and coriander. Oh, nice. I like that. I, made, I, made oh, I don't like coriander. Just, I'll be mixed and lovely. Mm. Really? Not sure about the coriander. It's a bit. I don't know. When you yeah. have it on curries, doesn't it just make the whole thing a bit? Uh. Well, it can carrot, do. Carrot cake is a good substitute for carrot and coriander. Carrot cake is much better. I'd go for that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. let's, let's, let's let's compare the two. You cannot put icing on carrot and coriander soup. <laughs> no, I think you mean you shouldn't put icing on. <laughs> you can. Whatever floats your boat. That is a, a fair <laughs> point. Okay. Doesn't so. hold a candle as well. No, I'll tell you what, no, carrot cake is, is lovely. Um, it's, <laughs> but yeah, my carrot and coriander, because I, I remember sort of speaking to my mum about recipes for it and saying, you know, what do you put in it? Because all I do is I put in water, carrot and coriander. Um, and that it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, man, like, no, no, chicken stock. Chicken stock? Really? 
Yeah. Chicken stock, pepper. Mm. Salt and pepper, obviously. That's a seasoning. Anyway, um, we'll come back next week with some uh, updates from the chefs uh, to the fantastic um, Hutton TV. I believe that there's going to be some interesting adverts from there with updates on what's coming. I believe they may even be shiny updates if you're down there, Drax. So shiny. It's so shiny. Um, but... It's, it's time to, to try and reboot that tech monkey. We need to punish him. And there's only one way to do that. And that is, of course, hit him with Mark Knopfler. Mark Knopfler. That's a hell of a name, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, here it is. Dyer. Dyer. <laughs> punish the monkey and then we'll be back for some Top Trucker with Buck Naked. shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as as pain-free as being brainwashed by the Far Cry series. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like them crickets out in a field, Commander Keldwin took in almost 29,400 light years. Where in the world do y'all have to get to so fast around here? Blowing up the bad guys, Commander Atik 2 decided to cash in around 65 million credits worth of bounties. That's more ship scrap than Uncle Roy has rotting out through his trucks in the back 40. Our top mission trucker this week continues to be held by Commander Montgomery Python with 873 mission points earned. And of course, that ain't all he did, because he was a cargo carrying trucker as well. Commander Montgomery Python continues to hold the lead and get his name mentioned twice in one show, again, with about 115,000 tons of cargo delivered. I've lost track of how many weeks this has been going on. Maybe we'll celebrate second best next week. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Night Ranger transported an amazing 2,810 passengers around the galaxy. And only one allegedly jettisoned early because the good commander refused to turn around and take them through the McThargoid's fly-through. 
Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brent Riverboat with a time of 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 46 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of July was done by Commander Nocta Vegas in 1 hour, 27 minutes, and 12 seconds. You think you can beat these scores? Well, download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that come with a starter set of the new Spider-Man games, <laughs> Elite Dangerous Battle Cards, and extra 20 credits will be added to your purchase price. <laughs> I'm not Spider-Man. Spider I'm not <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> but that is exactly what Spider-Man would say. Okay, I'm not. But yeah, I, am I blame it all on Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good to know. That's that's a bargain. Uh, a copy with every yeah. That's, that's Twenty credits. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. That's not bad. That's what two thousand years inflation. <laughs> yeah, hang on a second. Should it should at least be the hundred credits that an anaconda cost you? Oh, yeah. they just get the starter set. Okay, fair enough. Ah, uh, yeah, well, well, well thought out. Um, right. Well, we're getting rapidly close to the point where we go down there. And uh, John, I don't know if you want to stick around and see if there's any questions for you in the green room, but um, yeah, happy to. Excellent, fantastic. So guys in the green room, we're going to come down to you in a couple of minutes and have a chat. So if you have something you want to say, then get it ready on the tip of your tongue. And if you don't have something to say, then get For The Mug ready as we come to you. Again, I think we'll share the burden this time round and take turns in chatting to you all. If you have a question for John, get that ready as well. If you're a backer, I think he'd love to know if you're a backer as well. So if you've already backed it, then let us know. We'll be down. I'm checking again to see the Twitch chat. Um, no news there. I'm not. Discord seems to be a bit quiet, but then again, I think I'm in the wrong. Yes, I am. I'm in the wrong chat in Discord. So that's kind of standard. Oh, okay. see, I was about to hit the airlock button on myself here. Really? Oh, well, you can, you can head off if you wish. The, right, Cheese Whiz is asking a question on the Discord who says it's a deck builder, but the expansion pack sections read more like a TCG. I don't know what that means. Which is it? Um, it's, it's definitely a deck builder. What the expansion does is uh, the rules of the game are that you can play up to four of the same card in your deck. If you're deck building and you know the particular extra cards you want to buy, then you don't have to buy more season sets and get all 245 cards again and again and again with a lot that you don't need. You can specifically target what extra cards you want to buy by buying the expansions. There we go. Hopefully that will clear that up for you, Cheese Whiz. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for the question. I might, that may well help more than just yourself understand that question. So thank you for um, bringing that point up. Um, excellent. So that's the questions I've got so far. Um, and we'll see what the TeamSpeak room holds. Although, let's see. Is Skip right in there? 
Yes. Um, so uh, be prepared there, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to then go for our next link and bring the tune in. So it's definitely at that time of the evening where we're going to open the door between the live studio and the green room and the miasma, the fog, the sweaty fog drifts into the studio ruining the voices of the professional broadcasters, cracking the glaze on the mugs and melting the fake leather on the chairs in tribute to the smelly hordes in the green room we have one of our favourite parody bands the Musical Blades and their version of the Chemical Workers song ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we will catch you in the green room right after this. He said, pressing nothing. There we go. And that was that tune. I'm just letting that play out for the green room because I know they enjoy it at proper volume. So let's go down and join them and see who's in that green room. Oh, good evening, everyone. And for the mug. Oh, I just crashed into a star. <sighs> It's always the way. It's always the way. Good evening, everyone. For the mug! For the mug! There we go. A nice, mug. loud green room in there. And I'm just going to sit here and watch my poor Type 9 melt. <sighs> Again? Again, mug. yes. I blew up at the beginning of the show. And, uh, yeah, that's my own fault. Never mind. You got blown up twice in one night? No, no, not yet. No, I managed no, to survive yet. it. I've survived so far. Are you yeah. so far? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm back at Colonia. Right, okay, so we are going to go on, and I think uh, if I go first, Russell, if you go second, Flossie, if you go third, we'll start with uh, Fletch, who's going to mic, so we'll start with Galactic Midden. Good evening, Mr. Midden. Well, hello. Hello. Anything you want to share with us tonight, or is it a For the Mug situation? It's I'm really, mug. really sweaty. It's for the mug. I, I wish I'd cut you off there, but never mind. <laughs> All right, Russell, you want to take next? <laughs> yes, I'll, dare I do it. Okay, let's go to the tech monkey. Mr. Mooster, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited, though, because I've, I've been, the whole show, been waiting for this moment because I've got a question for Superman. <laughs> yes, what? I'll pass it on to him. But, so, what? <laughs> Well, what what did you want with me? No, no, Superman, not you. Not... Don't Oops. just just don't don't get drawn into the insults. Just get your question out. Yeah, I just wanted to know if he thinks uh, he's the best superhero in the world, uh, the universe, because he's not even from this world. He's better than that. He's like super. I don't think he counts because he's you know he's not from around these parts. What you've got to be is you've got to be a normal Joe Schmo that just gets, you know, something thrust upon them, a little bite maybe or something, and that's that's how to be a superhero. Yeah, uh, see, I knew, I knew he was. Is superpower racism? Because I think that's what you've just done. Yeah, <laughs> da damn right it is. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're a foreign superhero from another planet, then, uh, nah. 
No, you don't get a look in. Bloody superheroes coming over here, saving our... <laughs> I know, saving all of our <laughs> victims. You know what? I, I can't <laughs> see all of our direction I wasn't expecting. Yeah. No, I want my own superheroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No For the mug, I want out. I want out. For the mug. Oh my God, what have I started? I don't think Dave ever foresaw that when he put Spider-Man into the joke. That's it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving Marvel. I want Mexit. That's it. I'm out. I, I've just got these. I've got these two shows. Trump locking him, lock, taking him away from the parents and finding him when he crashes into the planet and putting him in a cage. Mexit. It wouldn't help nobody. Okay, I'm <clears throat> sorry, Flossie. Right, we're going to move on past Tate Monkey. Flossie! Right. Right, um, Interior's Fusion. Hey, what good evening. What have you been up to? Uh, not a great deal, just behind the scenes work on the Hutton Helper, and I'm currently mining for the new CG. Oh, yes, and thanks for that link you gave me before, that's very useful. No worries. <laughs> I couldn't get Facebook to accept the link for the uh, pristine mining, but... Yeah, it's because it's one of them uh, anonymous <laughs> yeah. links. Yeah, they kindly uh, sent me one that worked. So, uh, just to uh, fill them up then? Yep, for the mug. Fantastic, thank you. I will move on to Mr. Lord Shouty, the ambassador from Doncom. How are things over there for the Doncom Green Party? No fucking clue, mate. Oh, that good. Uh, now, to be fair, we've done a lot of work. Uh, we've expanded the system. We've also took over the station in that system. We truly have a couple of platforms, so it's not really that much use to us. But you know what we're like, we like to get our come everywhere. Um, other, other than that, it's uh, more the same old, same old really. We've not we've done a little bit of the mission stuff, but because they're buggy, we've not been able to really do it. I've got some good ones, I've had some ones that look good, but I'm not be able to get. But So they're I've fixed. not really done that much. I've not done much until they bought out this fix, so now they've bought the fix, I'll do more. Yeah, Patch has fixed them now. Brilliant. So... Excellent. More work to go and don't come then. Yeah. Other, other than that, I've had a crappy week, but um, it's got even worse now, because now I'm here. <laughs> well, we're always, <laughs> always uh, happy to have you. Cheer yourself up. Back the battle cards. Yeah. Why? There's going to be so many copies of ETM, I'm going to drown in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There are going to be a few. Fantastic. Thank you, Shoti. Uh, right, pass back to Russell. Oh, so next on this we have oh Captain Rimclip. How's your ass been keeping, and what's your favourite flight level? Salty balls. Oh, sorry, wrong channel. Uh, for the mug. <laughs> for the mug. For the mug. A nice good one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh to you. Later, Rimclip. Later. <laughs> All right, Flossie, back to you. Okay, back to me. Uh, so it looks like the next one is Doctor Axe or Drax. How have you been doing this week? I've um I'm getting over a cold. Oh dear. No. Yeah. Yeah, cold in oh, a heat what? wave. <laughs> oh, what a combination. Only you. <laughs> women. Yeah. Only um, women. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I've been carrying on with my secret mission. Uh-oh. Secret mission? Ooh. What's that then? <laughs> oh, I can't tell you. The you might. But no. <laughs> Yeah, he knows. We, we must get around to explaining what secret well, means. Well, was, was he involved? <laughs> well, hey, he's not involved. But Tarius is. I didn't Tarius. know it. Does your husband know? Well, yes, he does. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> if Tarius is involved, we don't want to know anymore. Oh. 
Well, you'll find out probably in about maybe two weeks. Nine months? Two oh. weeks. Two <laughs> weeks, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What are the words? Soon. Soon, TM. Yeah. Okay, Soon. Thank, TM. thank you for that. No problem. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to move us to El Masri, who has, I know fine well, has been tasting beers over the last couple of weeks, haven't you? Um, yes, yeah, I've been uh, been out in uh, Portland, Oregon, for uh, a, a homebrewing convention, um, and yeah, judged in a in the uh, U.S. national homebrew competition while I was there, which was fun. You were a judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm. a certified beer judge as as well as a brewer. Wow. <laughs> Do your skills never end? What is well, 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 when it comes to beer, then that, yeah, that, that that's about <laughs> my limit, really. But other than that, <laughs> fantastic. It's, it's almost been two years now. <laughs> two years. <laughs> we have no idea what you're talking about, but with two years, just that beautiful innocent bottle in the fridge, cold, full of amazing beer. <laughs> Saying that, I actually bottled up on uh, Tuesday morning. I bottled up a, uh, a test batch of the uh, the the new uh, uh, version of the recipe. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, eventually me. we'll, we'll get there. Pick me. <laughs> that was such a good beer. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad it, it's it. You know, glad people liked it. I, I hope that there, any successive versions can live up to it. Oh, you can make a fortune <laughs> with that stuff. All right, is there anything else that you would like to get out there other than rubbing our noses into your amazing skills as a... No, 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 for the mug. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Well, um, let's see. I'm not sure he's got a microphone or not, or he, she... Just Boy, move past him. him. Don't go near him. No, just, just keep going him. right past him. Okay, well, we'll skip past that. And we've already talked to Flossie, who's wonderful, but we'll skip on to... How about to yeah. James the Fox, or even Jane Fox? Hello. Hmm. Hello, how are you tonight? Has it got something exciting to tell us, or is it a quick for the mug? Well, I haven't really been doing a whole lot this week, except for grinding combat rank for Laurie Jameson. So, um, yeah, just for the mug. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I shall pass back over to the fabulous Flossie, then. Oh, thank you. So, um, next is uh, King Hankey. How's your week been? It's been okay. How's your week been? <laughs> oh, yes, mine's been uh, quite good, but uh, it's not my bit of job. It. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't go a bit because I've always spotted I want me. to ask Spider-Man what... I don't want to message, tell Spider-Man I sent him a message on... Oh, God. Team speaking for the Colonia Mug. Be nice to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Sp Spider-Mind. Stop. Ah! <laughs> oh, please, do you quick? Never going to get away from that. Excellent. The answer to Admiral of the Fleet is yes, that will. Oh, thank you very much. No, yeah. thank you. There we go. Bringing people together. Okay. Thank you, Flossie. Uh, right, we are down at Lithobreaker. Commander Lithobreaker, good evening to you. Good evening. One of our our frequent theme guessers, actually. Um, I don't know. Have you had a have you had a hope in hell tonight? Not a chance, mate. Not a chance. I haven't got a clue. No, I'm not, I'm I'm confused, and I've got the answer in front of me. 
I'm just asking Dave. <laughs> Dave's just checking. Has anyone guessed yet? Yeah, I said, I've not even got any guesses in at all, as far as I can see. Move, have you had any guesses? Me? Oh. Yeah. Nope, he's not. What, to who, who is Spider-Man? No, no. Sorry, oh, Lithorica. Okay. Lithorica, do you have anything you would like to share or, or anything you're desperate to share with the world? Uh, I hate telephones. Oh, well, that's good to know. Well, I've had to set up 150 of them in the last week. Oh, my God. Oh. But other than that, work. for the mug. Thank you very much, Lithorica. Back to you, Russell. Oh dear. Oh, and uh, so who's next on the list? It's it's only one crew. It's quick for the mug, is that? No puns tonight? No. Okay, right, let's move on then. No? Uh, there are puns. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So what begins with nice tea, try. ends with tea, and has tea in it? Tit. My mug? Twat. And Four. Sorry, Hodi. Uh, also, sorry, Hodi. Uh, sorry, Hodi. Uh, Hodi, stop. 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 Hodi, Dinosaur uh, brews in a uh, pot. I don't know. What kind of dinosaur T-Rex. brews in a pot? But yes, T-Rex. Thanks. Thanks, Odie. Moving swiftly on. Flossie, help. All right, yes. Pillbox, how was your week been? Uh, I've been flying back. Actually, I just landed at Fort Mug right now. I'm just selling data as it goes. Right. And I've just been out in deep space. That's it. Pretty boring, really. So, Fort Mug. All right. By the moment, thank you. Fantastic. Where are we now? We are. Palm, Commander Palm, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you, sir. I have my crate. I have slapped it into many meteors. I am very happy with it. Is it nice? Do you like it? I do like it. It's not quite the Cobra in agility, but it is quite good fun, which is a shame because I love more Python. But I'm selling my Python to buy one. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I didn't have to sell my Python. I've still got my Python. That's the Manic Miner. That's going to carry on being the Miner, but uh, the crate's going to be a lot of other roles. So does that mean that the crate is the Jet Set Willy? Yeah. As uh, someone said somewhere else, it's the Millennium Falcon. It really? It does have a certain... Was it that, is, that, is, that, is that to do with the flatness of it? Uh, well, it's the, the kind of thing that the Millennium Falcon is pretty damn fast and it's used for smuggling and got enough guns to keep. Okay. 
I've not had a chance to, to look at one, although I'm now back near, <laughs> near the world. <coughs> excuse me, near the world, and I have been for a while. Thanks to that wonderful big star that what I crashed into <coughs> before the show. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> You've been eating chilli again. No, no, that was a, <laughs> a wee frog in my throat came in there, but you know, talking too much. So yeah, um, yeah, I lost my time rein, so maybe I'll try and go back out to Beagle Point in a crate. It, yeah, probably it base. Uh, you need to engineer it again, mate. It's, it's pretty good base, but um, light and load of stuff. I ended up putting the armor, the military armor, on it because it was like cardboard box. Right. Um, other than that, I've designed three new ships for my game. Um, I've broken both of my 3D printers again, and I've made a bum cake, cake bum, and I've posted. I saw it. Thing. I saw you <laughs> pouring your bum onto your cake. It was quite impressive. I, I like pouring bum on cake. Um, and Mrs. Pom says hello to all the lovely people she met at Lave Dogs. Hello, Mark. Hello. Who are they? Hello, Mrs. I don't know who that was. Hello, Mrs. Pom. Hello, Mark. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pom. Hello, Mark. Thanks to you, Russell. Hi. Thank you, Pom. Right, let's move on to Commander Simmons. How's your ass been this week? Oh, I can't get my teeth in today. Sorry. <laughs> so, Commander Simmons, have you got anything exciting for us? That's a bit better, isn't Nothing it? really exciting, so just a quick for the mug for me. Oh, <laughs> right. Time okay, to I'll look at what's what's next one? Spider Mind. Sort of week of you out then. Well, um, yeah. Apart from you know saving the, um, the um, new universe. <laughs> the, well, no. Doesn't he just do what's the cities in New York? Isn't it? Doesn't he just? Do you you tell me. I don't know. Anyway, um, speaking yeah. of York. <laughs> yeah, York. That's it. Spider Mind saves people in York. That would be awesome. Um, but no, it's been. It's just we've launched a Kickstarter and um, yeah, it's been. Um, kind of pretty much doing that and I haven't actually played at all except I went on today because I wanted to move my anaconda from heading out towards um, Sage back to Colonia um, and I switched it on and a little message came up just just as I got into my cockpit a little message came up going um, hello commanders we're turning off our servers in 30 seconds and I was like oh alright then <laughs> Dear, got caught by the patch so that's it really for the mug for the thank mug. you very much for the mug Oh, great. Good evening, Skip Rat. Good evening. How have you been? I know you weren't, you weren't well for a while. Uh, no, not really. And have you picked up anyway? Are you feeling better? Oh, feeling better, but, you know. But, yeah, don't worry about me. I'm okay. <laughs> the trip to Scotland. The trip to Scotland was absolutely amazing. Fantastic, and the company was awesome as well. Yay! But they infected you. Um, no, I, I don't know what it was. Um, it was Ainbrew. Um, I was on the train on the way home, and I got about after a nine-hour journey. I got twenty minutes from my home station, and I started being sick and vomiting up blood. So that wasn't very pleasant. That's what should happens to like people else. when we go to England as well. Tip for next time, oh. don't lick the handrails. So yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're hoping you pick up and you get back to your normal, healthy, happy self soon. 
Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't. That's because you're a twat. <laughs> I didn't tell you. Happy birthday, Skip Rat. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, back to you, Russell. That would be like a dream come true. Happy birthday, Skip Rat. Happy birthday, old Skippy. Can I just clear up something before, before everyone else? What happened? <laughs> Which is a happy birthday. Ha- happy birthday! No, stop it! It's not his birthday. Happy birthday, Skip Rat! Stop it, you! Happy, happy unbirthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! No. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is your fault, Hanky. Happy birthday! You started it. To you. Fine. You'll enjoy it much more if you just say "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 he's not allowed to have fun. He's not allowed to have fun. No, no, no fun here. We're not here for the laughs. We're very, very serious here. And being very, very serious. Very, very oh, talking <laughs> about being serious, um, Dave has just said Queens. There you go. Spider-Man saves people in Queens. In Queens. Or does he save Queens? I'm not sure which. He he says Queens. I think, I think he's discriminatory, I would suggest. We can't. We, no, we're just, like, we've done racism, we've done misogyny, and now we're doing transgenders. Yeah. We've basically covered every line tonight. No, it's actually more being Hanky-esque than anything else because, um, <laughs> you know, I think King Hanky would be quite offended if um, Spider-Mind only saved Queens. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mr. Hanky was going to be offended because he's a transvestite. He is. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he looked good as a woman. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Oh, dear. I don't have enough <sighs> tape for this room. I think we might just have to cut <laughs> <laughs> What have you been doing this week? Please tell me you've something exciting. From our happy 4th of July from the States and for the mug from the night crew. Treason! Treason! Happy 4th of July for yesterday. Well, I'm cleaning up. The party was a mess. Happy birthday. Happy 3rd of July, the last day we had it. Okay. <laughs> Quick, Flossie. Well, yeah, I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, hold it. Hey, I could get on the radio. <laughs> for the mug. For the you mug. Know, Brexit <laughs> happened for the Americans hundreds of years ago, and they're still celebrating, so it's got to be good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're, that's yeah, one word we don't allow on this radio station at the moment. <laughs> okay. What's well, 48? What have you been up to? Finished my trip to Do Lally. Do Lally? Yeah. To Spider Mine. Can you ship those cards to the Chalines in Guernsey or not? Yes, we can. We're shipping them globally. And yes. um, because the uh, postage to some um, sort of some, some parts of this um, earth are, you know, as much as the game themselves, we've capped. If you go over to the Kickstarter page and you have a look at the postage bit, you'll see that we've actually capped the amount that anyone will pay for any number of boxes. So I'm not mentioning anybody in particular. <coughs> Cow can buy 10 boxes and um, it'd be, be perfectly happy to pay the postage as if he was just buying the one. If you were matrix. Superman, you'd be able to hand deliver them. Hang on, hang on, so it doesn't matter how many you buy, right, can I have two million? Yes. <laughs> you certainly can. Save that on your postage, I'll make a fortune. Go, go, go on, on to the here. Yeah, go, go on to the Kickstarter page. You pay for your 20 million or whatever you just said. You, you, yeah, your 20 million boxes, and um, I will um, ensure that they are delivered directly. He will fly them, in, you know, or oh, yes. drive yeah. them in a truck. Private jet. <laughs> Hey, Spider-Man, how do you order two boxes then? You wanted two. 
You contact Superman. No, you just you just um, double up the amount for one one. Okay. The um the discount comes in well, when you buy. Very four. difficult uh, mathematics. Sorry. So uh, if you want two, <laughs> you say I want two. Yeah. No. Wow. Brilliant. That. Brilliant. Double that. That's, okay. That's very new, yeah. <laughs> And the third one is, um, my commander keeps bugging me every time, Blackie999. He wants to know where his damn decal is. Uh, yeah, where's my decal? Well, send his name to Dave P. I think Dave P. Uh, Vantion has the list of um, yeah. codes. I've not actually applied mine because I was out in the dark, so... Um, I, I'll just say something about this because I do know about it because I've had a lot of work with Dave about it. The biggest problem is it's taking four hours to do about 200 of them and there's over 2,000 com commanders, so it's going to take him a while because that's <laughs> only when he has the time. You know what I mean? So it's going to take him a while to get to me, which is double you. So He's just be patient. You'll way. get there. You'll get one eventually, but just be patient. Yeah, and on that note, for the mug. I think it's also only going to nice people. Thank you. Look what you started, was. <laughs> Not my fault, Blaine Blackie. We've made it to the but end. We've... We did. Cow, cow, up in the landing pad, there's uh, the Python guy. Oh, yeah. We can bring him. Do I drag him down or? No, leave him. Right, okay. <coughs> Hello, Mr. Python, are you there? Montgomery Python. See? Oh, he's not. He's I not told there. you to leave him. Yeah, we should have left yeah. him where he was. Well, that is it. Thank you very much, Green Room. Uh, does, before we go on, is there any other questions for John from Spider-Man's games? When do you think you'll be able to put it on TeamSpeak? I mean, not TeamSpeak, tabletop, fucking tabletop, yep. <laughs> well, we've um, got in touch with the um, developers. Now the ball is firmly in their courts um, as to when they can fit us in. I'd love to be able to get it um, a trial set up before the end of Kickstarter, but whether that's possible, I don't know. I just no idea what kind of work mm. is involved. But I, it would be lovely if we could. I have one little thing I would like to ask, because I forgot to mention it because I was miles away. Is the York Peter Monkneat thing that we're doing at the beginning of November? Oh if yes. You, so if you want to do that, um, it's uh, York uh, Meat at uh, gmail.com. Just contact me and there's a post on the uh, Facebook page for an article trucker too. Because we're dressing up as monks and it's going to be a very, very, very fun day at all. There. Does the venue know? Or monkeys. The venue is in York. And, Does the um, venue know that you're going to turn up as monks? No. No. What's the date? Sure no, there's, there's no dress code in a pizza plate. Fifth of July. No, it's November. Someone just asked me for the date. Not today's date. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> the date, the day for the the date for the mud mud mink is the third of November. Fantastic! Thank you very much for that. November, nice. Yeah. So, if you want information on that, that is on the events page on Facebook on the Hutton. Orbital Truckers Facebook page. What happens if you don't have Facebook? <sighs> Tough. You, you can email me or you can just get hold of me on you here. Live. You know where I am. It's a long, happy life. Exactly. Right, well, we're going to call an end to our green room escapades there. Thank you very much, John, for uh, joining us and answering the questions. Hopefully, you will have helped some uh, people either Thank make, you make for up having their me minds. On. Yeah, make up their minds one way or the other. 
Uh, well, thank you for having me on. It has been, as always, a blast. I'm going out too. <laughs> there you go. We don't care. There we go. That's it. You're making sales as you're here. It was worth the visit. If all we managed to do was get you one extra backer, then we've done our job. And it sounds like we have Absolutely. not only got you one, we have just made him jaunty up live on air to take a second copy. Well, and, and also, you know, the 20 million bid that's just been put in as oh, well. Of course, yeah. That's not bad, yes. Yeah, that, that we'll be might... around with a crowbar to open the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I just dread right, that should we escape? Mr. Winner just sitting there when the doorbell goes and there's uh, John and Oliver standing there with 14 Arctics down the road. <laughs> to be honest, he could probably afford it with his commission from his gas job. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd probably own the money if I'd get a commission. Oh, God. Oh, dear me. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know that Mr. Winnard was, if you remember back to the early 90s when an old pensioner was on the news because she got a massive gas bill, that was Winnard's fault. <laughs> <laughs> he was the member of staff that that slipped through his fingers, and he was the member of staff who had to find a new job the next week. Um, right, we're going to say goodbye to you all. Thank you very much. And for the we're going to nick back the to the green room right we're going to say goodbye and chuck the live feed back down so it doesn't loop back on us there we go so they can hear the history the past um, I'll see you Flossie oh, there she is hello Flossie and Bill Box jump back up so we've got one more song to play out and then we can reveal the theme mm. Which I've not got, but we'll play the song, which is this one. So stick around and we'll be back with the results of what the theme is for this week. If we work it out, quickly send us a message. Before we go, we've got to say a massive congratulations to Commander Pillbox, our stunt pilot who managed to get himself promoted to Elite tonight, selling his exploration data at Fort Mug. Well done. There we well go. done, my man. Right on, Commander. Indeed. Right. What the heck was the next theme, then? Wow. I'm scrolling up. Scroll, oh. scroll, 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 so scroll, scroll. what did we have in terms of the way of tune? We started off with uh, three is the magic number, didn't we, by Bob Dura? Yep. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. That was the Skip Rat song. ACDC. And then Punish the Monkey, which is always a wise thing to do. Mark Knopfler. Chemical Worker song by Musical Blades. And finally, Swamp Thing by The Grid, which should have given it away. I don't know if we've had any guesses. No, I look. haven't seen it. Anyone, anyone. I'm having a look. No. Let me have a quick... Right at the very top. I see that. I see the theme, yes, of course. Uh, it's um, Three is a magic number. That really was a very easy, easy clue because, of course, the answer is Cubicle Three. Dirty deeds are done there and they're done there for just one five credit coin. Punish the monkey because that's where he spends most of his time in Cubicle Three. The chemical. Workers... I'm not happy about that. About, about what? About that clue. No. That one just sucks. <laughs> And, and that you really don't want to suck in Cubicle 3. That's just about the worst thing you can manage. 
And of course, Swamp Thing. Now, just before we disappear, we're going to grab John back up for before from we left him down in the green room to fend for himself. So we're going to dr- grab John back into the studio with us so we can give him a huge Hello. big thank you very much for joining us. It's been wonderful having a superhero of your caliber with us tonight. Well, thank you for having me on, and I'm not Spider Man. Uh, so oh, yeah. you keep saying we'll just. Just leave it at that, I think. Yeah, wink, wink. But yes, thank you. It's, it's been wonderful to have you. Loads of fantastic information about a, an amazing-looking game. And I'm really miffed I couldn't get to play it at LaveCon, but desperately looking forward to seeing it in the flesh. Yep, so this is your last chance, John, to get your message out there before we call on in to tonight's show. Well, all I would love to say is Elite Dangerous Battle Cards is... If you haven't played Elite Dangerous, it's the only game you should play. If you have played Elite Dangerous, it's the second game on top of Elite Dangerous that you should play. Go back as we've got an awesome, awesome goal at 25,000. The Dance Macabre. So, please, come back us now. Thank you. You know what? That backing tune made that segment magnificent. It did except for the fact that I'm sure that was, you know, the other bloke. Who <laughs> can't work out how to put in his pants. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. It doesn't matter. It worked fine. Because, of course, <laughs> your your particular theme tune's a little bit 60s and a bit retro. Uh, and, 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 yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. It's not, it's not very good. Ah, it's not very good, is it? It's pretty <laughs> shite. Yeah, actually, it's very true. Have you, not got Have you ever heard Spud? I sense a cow parody coming on. Do you, do you want to hear Spider-Man and Corsa? What? Yes. Rabobee. 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 That's That's cause. That's Corsa for Spider-Man. That, just, that sounds like a Scotsman <laughs> having a fight with some insects. <laughs> it's quite the imagination you've got there, Mr. Cow. Yeah, well, it keeps me company at night. Thank you very much, John, for joining us. Thank you so much, Flossie, Russell, Pillbox for Buck, and of course, Tech Monkey Simu for keeping things going relatively shipshape with the old green room feeds, etc. And Lenin as well for providing the green room feed. It's been a joy again, a good carry-on. I know we're a bit later tonight, sorry about that. Uh, Hopefully we've given you lots of information that you're rushing out to back the um, ED battle cards and that we will be seeing you in the near future playing that and giving us your feedback. If you are a backer, let us know and we'll give you a shout-out as well. Thank you so much to everyone for joining me tonight. And uh, we should be back next week. Goodness knows if we'll have a special guest, but I think we will have the Pearson back next week. I think he's going to be part of the show, um, which will be good. So we'll see what we get up to then. Um, I believe he's now going into his off-season, so you can expect some events running as well, which will be brilliant. So keep your eyes peeled on the Hutton Events pages, and uh, we will bid you all a very well good night. And uh, again... Thank you very much, John, for joining us and uh, pass on our best wishes to Oliver and the rest of Spider-Mind Games. Uh, well, there is, there is you've got, uh, an army of volunteers, don't you? We, we have, yeah, there's uh, Oliver and me. And that's it. And then our understanding partners and kids. And, you know, I mean, you put your kids to work, of course, don't you? Well, no. Mm-hmm. Have you met my kids? 
Oh, no. That's uh, a liability trying, right but, uh, there. <laughs> 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 I, I could tell so many stories, but I realise that none of them particularly shine them in a great light, and they are wonderful children. But my goodness, yeah, yeah, you want to keep them. Wait, wait till it's the, isn't it the wedding day? That's when these stories will come out, yes. Yep. I've got pictures and video as well, so it's going to be a whole multimedia show. Oh, how is oh, yeah. Mary Jean? <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to get away from that. You better get used to it. No, I know. Very, very difficult to snog hanging upside down, though. Just, yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's worth the effort, I would suggest. Oh, God, I say, I've got to move it to a house that's capable of holding a sex wing. Good night on that note. <laughs> We will catch you next, <laughs> next time, right here from half past something. God, what time does it start? Half past eight on a Thursday next week with Mr. Vantian. Until then, we bid you all a good night and a full of mug. Goodbye, everyone. Cheerio. Do you know how to say Spider-Man in Finnish? Nobody wants to say Spider-Man in Finnish. It's, it's so easy. <laughs> Spider-Man oh. is, is Hamakimius. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hamakimius. <laughs> so easy. Good night, everyone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>